Hello, welcome to Raw Treasures. Thank you for joining us. Our goal is to help you apply God's word to your daily life. Now, let's join our host, Dr. Edna Stafford. We're going to be looking at the power to think like Jesus. Many people say, I can't do that. Yes, you can. And we're going to uh, come from Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 through 9. This is one of the uh, letters that Paul wrote to the church at Philippi. And I'm reading from the New King James Version. And the fifth verse says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of man and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name and so as we look at the power to think like jesus many people are deceived by wrong thinking you think wrong you act wrong and we are called to think like jesus in paul's letter he tells the church to have the same mind as christ he lets them know it is not impossible but if they wanted victory a change had to come and it starts in the mind once you accept jesus because when he talks about the arm of God, the first piece that he talks about is the helmet, putting on the helmet of salvation. Because you got to protect your mind. That's the target ground for the enemy. He starts with your mind. He doesn't care about the other things as long as he can get your mind. So we're going to look at the power to think like Jesus. And the topics that we're going to look at, the three ways that we'll be studying today, is you got to humble yourself before God. That starts in the mind. You got the mind. There has to be a mind renewal according to Romans 12 and 2. And the third way is to focus your mind on God and His Word. I stated before uh, as we talk about the power to think like Jesus and the first topic that we're looking at is you got to humble yourself before God and what does that mean don't elevate yourself it's not about you putting yourself on a pedestal you got to forget your reputation because Jesus was a man of no reputation we got to give up pride and self-elevation it's all about me. It's not about you. It's about him. Let others take the high road. Let others take the high road. Let them. You take the low road. Be in submission. Now let me tell you, I want to read this same verse, verse 5, from the New Living Translation and how the writer explains it. He talks about Christ's humility and exaltation. He says, your attitude. He's talking to the church. Your attitude should be the same that Christ Jesus had. And what is the same that Christ Jesus had? He had an attitude of lowliness. 
He was a man of no reputation. He let the people talk. He let the people say whatever they wanted to say about him. Why? Because he knew who he was in God. He did not try to elevate himself. When he, when people even said, aren't you so? He didn't answer. Many times he didn't even answer. So you don't have to answer to people. We only have to answer to God. So Jesus took the low road many times. Now, isn't it power to think like Jesus? We're looking at the second topic. We see here that mind, there has to be a mind renewal, and it has to be according to Romans 12 and 2. And I'm going to read this from the New Living Translation also. When Paul wrote to the church at Rome, in Romans 12 and 2, he says, Don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person. He said, let God. You don't try to transform yourself. He said, let God. You don't let other people try to, because if you start letting other people transform you, every person who comes along got a different approach. He says, let God transform you into a new person. And how's he going to do this? By changing the way you think, and that is up to you. He says, then you will know what God wants you to do and you will know how good and pleasing and perfect his will really is. You know this when God does the changing, not when you do the people pleasing. He's telling us to be re-educated as Christians by the Holy Spirit. You got to allow the Holy Spirit to lead God and direct you and follow his pattern. That's why Jesus told the disciples when they came at him at different points and times in his ministry, he says, I'm doing the will of my father. I only do what the father tell me to do. So we've got to renew our mind since we are new creatures as new creatures, we got to renew our minds. And how do we renew our mind? We renew our minds in the word of God. Don't, and he letting us know, we are not to be conformed to this world, the way the world is thinking, but we are to be transformed by the renewing of our mind so that we can prove what's good and acceptable and the perfect will of God. Because if your mind is not renewed, you don't know what is good, you don't know what's acceptable, and you don't know what's perfect in the sight of God. We must find out what God has to say about our ability to think like him. We must crack the scriptures and see how, see the attitude of God. How did he handle situations? What did he say? in close places, in tight places. How did Jesus handle when he was criticized? What did what language did he use? So if we're to follow him, we've got to think like him. We do have the power to think like Jesus. And when I say power, this is the anointing. Because when you receive Jesus, you receive a special anointing. 
We got to exercise that anointing to think like Jesus and let the enemy know I cast down every imagination and any high thing that's exalting itself against the knowledge of God. Devil, I am bringing these thoughts into captivity unto the obedience of God's word. Now I command you to flee in Jesus' name. Now, the last topic I'm going to share with you is you must focus your mind on God and his word. And when I say focus, you've got to know what direction that you're going in. You're going to be shaken by the enemy, by surrounding chaos, but you can't let that shake you loose from your mission. you got to keep focused like Jesus focused on he and his word knowing that his word is true and it will not it will not return void avoid the distractions of the enemy because see when you are focused when you know that you're focusing you got your mind set on something the satan stole uh, throw all type of little distractions in your pathway he want to offset your goal he comes in various ways and he comes at some of the most a uh, meaning for times that you, in your life, that you said, I got it, I am working, I'm not going to be distracted, I'm not going to be moved by the circumstances, and that's when he throws that little distraction. And this is nothing but a distraction of the enemy. Something will happen in your family. This is to get you off track. This something will happen on your job. This is to get you off track. But see, all of these things happened around Jesus when he was here on earth. But let me read what Jesus did in verse 89. In verse, I'm still in Philippians uh, chapter, and I'm reading from the second chapter, verse 8. Reading from the New Living Translation, and it says here, And in human form he obediently humbled himself even further by dying a criminal's death on a cross. Because of this, because of this, what do you mean because of this? Because of his dying a criminal death on the cross, God raised him up to the heights of heaven and gave him a name that is above every other name. Now, he was rewarded for not being distracted, but keeping his focus. Because from the time Jesus started his ministry until the time he went to the cross, he met distraction, but he kept his focus. He was obedient all the way to the cross. And, this, and if we are going to have any victory in our lives and have any power, we've got to have the power to think like Jesus. Lord, I'm keeping my mind stayed on you. I will not be moved by these distractions because I know they're coming from the enemy and I got power over the work of the enemy. Your word says greater is he that is within me than he that is in the world. Therefore, I am walking in integrity. I'm walking in power and I'm maintaining my focus. This is how you can move forward and with power to think like Jesus. You think like Jesus when you get the word on the inside of you and that word will rise up when the enemy 
throw all of his distractions in your pathway and you will let him know devil i'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in christ jesus i don't know what your problem is but i know that i'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling in christ jesus and i will not be moved by your distraction i am focused on the mark in jesus name like to thank uh, the Solid Gray Inc. for the production work and training. Also, Angel DeMellis for opening voice over and Cassandra Danzler for our social media marketing. Now for our upcoming events. On Saturday, June 22nd, uh, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., I will be conducting a Part 2 Spiritual Warfare Workshop at Bryant Temple AME Church, which is located at 2525 West Vernon Avenue, where the Reverend Wayne Jackson is the pastor, and that's here in the city of Los Angeles. And July the 21st at 10.30 a.m., I will be preaching at the Holy Trinity Lutheran Church. And the address is 9300 Crenshaw Boulevard in Inglewood, where Reverend James Phillips is the pastor. July the 28th at 10 a.m., I also will be preaching at Compton United Methodist Church. Reverend Arnetha Ings is the pastor, and she's located at 1025 West Long Beach Boulevard, Compton, California. So... If you miss any of these dates, don't forget to listen to my other episodes that are on the podcast. Visit my Facebook account, Edna Stafford, and my webpage, www.wordchangingministries.inc slash wordpress.com to enhance your spiritual connection and enlightenment. You can also tune in to our telephone Bible study every Tuesday evening at 6 p.m. by dialing 818-962-8828. You don't even have to leave the conference of your home. We are on the line from 6 to 7 p.m. You can also fellowship with me every Wednesday at 12 noon. Uh, with Bible study at 2nd AME Church, which is located at 5500 South Hoover Street in the city of Los Angeles, where the Reverend Carolyn Baskin-Bell is the pastor. For more information, contact Word Changing Ministries, Dr. Edna Stafford, Post Office Box 553, Gardena, California, 90247.